0: Welcome to the Daring Living Podcast, where we have honest conversations about personal growth, how to create success, and what it means to live a joyful and daring life. I'm your host, Certified Life Coach, Shirley Huang. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Daring Living Podcast. And today, on this episode today, I have a very special guest, Her name is Leah, and let me give you a brief introduction about what Leah is all about. So Leah is a human design and self-love guide. Leah takes on human design from a lens of self-love and shares human design to empower others to fall in love with all aspects of themselves. Leah's passions lie in empowering others to love themselves wholeheartedly to discover their joy and to connect with your soul desires through living in authenticity and alignment with their true self. Human design is the guest's favorite tool to help others connect to their alignment and authenticity. So I love this. And I also would say the moment when I discovered what my human design is, which I am a manifesting generator, it has liberated so many aspects of how I show up in my business, how I do work, how I make decisions, how I respond to people. I just love everything about this. And so when Leah reached out to me and asked me, you know, do you want to talk more about human design? I'm like, yes, I'm all for it. I think it would benefit so many people out there to really learn about their type. So yes, welcome Leah. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. I think this is going to be such a fun conversation. Yes. So, share with me like how did you first get into human design and like what well, what was what was it about this that really really intrigued you and made you feel like you really want to show more people about what human design design is. Yeah. And I love that question because
1: it's funny. It's always funny to me when I reflect back on my story with human design so when I first learned about it I actually saw one of my coaches at the time she shared her human design and her story on Instagram and I was like oh that's intriguing because I always loved taking like different personality tests or like learning about my astrology and really diving deep into like who I am like I said there's so many different personality tests out there like the Enneagram is a big one that's comes to mind and like Myers-Briggs. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but yeah, there's lots of, lots of things, lots of tests that can tell you about yourself, but with human design, when I really dove into it, it resonated a lot because like astrology, it needs your birth details. So it's basically based on like the time of birth where you were born and you can't change that. So it's not like a personality test in that you can like make up or change in quotations, the answers to what you want to be. It kind of really just shows you and sheds light on like who your soul came to this world to be. If you believe in any higher power, the universe, God, whatever it is you believe in, you believe that, you know, we were put here for a reason. And a lot of things happen to us in our lives that kind of, I, I call it conditioning. They basically were told by society, by other people, how to live, who to be, and what we should want. But human design shows us, you know, what we came here to be before all of that conditioning came in. So that's what really resonated with me at first because I saw my chart and I like how you said human design was really liberating for you when you found out about your design. For me, when I first found out, I was like, my mind was blown because I did not resonate with everything. It did liberate me once I dove into it. So it was all about like, okay, I need to learn more as to why I'm not resonating. So it was so, I thought that was super cool because I was living so out of my own alignment and against my own authenticity and like who I was supposed to be that I discovered this whole new thing, this whole new world of who I was. And that's what liberated me. So I love that word of like the liberation piece. And I think that's really what helped me to start changing my life. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's my
0: story with why I love it and why I want to share it with other people too. And I remember reading a book on human design uh, a while ago. I didn't get to finish that book, <laughs> but like, <laughs> because I was curious about where it came from. I'm not sure if you kind of know some parts of it. I know that it's a combination of astrology, right? And uh, there's also an aspect of the the seven, what's it called, the chakras in yep. it. And there, there's one more, is it like the I Ching or something?
1: Yeah, it's the I Ching
0: and there's also Vedic philosophy
1: and Mm. it also involves genetics and quantum physics. So there's a lot of like, yes, more spiritual practices, but there are some scientific aspects and all of these pieces, you know, I'm not like an expert in each, each one of those practices, but basically with human design, there was a guy named Ra Ruhu. And he channeled all of this information. So he like received this from, again, whatever, whatever you want to believe it was, the universe God. He received all of this information and created basically this new tool. And he really sees human design as an experiment too. And that's where like the science piece also comes in is that, again, this isn't like the be all end all Only tool that you can use. It's meant to be, to be that experiment and to shed light on who you are, but it's also meant for you to take action and practice it in your daily life. And, you know, with experiments, not everything always works. So I love that too. It's like, you know, seeing what works for you, seeing what doesn't playing around with it and just bringing that with you throughout your life, just to be able to create a life that really feels good. That's not that it's like uh, avoidant of any challenges, but it brings more ease and flow. And I just imagine like, how great would life be if we just saw our life as being easeful and full of things that make us feel good? Why would we
0: not choose to do that? Mm -hmm. Right? (laughs) That's how I see it. Yeah. And so you said there are five types of human design, right? Five human design types. Can you give a brief yeah. introduction about them? And then, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I can share those with you. So there are five energy types is what we call them. And like Shirley mentioned, she's a manifesting generator. I'm also a manifesting generator. So I'll start with that piece. But basically before I explain what they all are, the energy types are how our energy best operates in the world. And this is the first piece of your chart that you'll discover or that you'll probably dive into when you learn about human design. But again, it's not the most important piece. So there is so many different aspects of our chart that create that individualized and unique person that you are. So I just wanna share that too, just because there's five types, that doesn't mean that you know, you're not unique. So basically, starting with the manifesting generators, and I'll also talk about generators because both of these energy types are the energy beings of the world. So we have consistent access to energy all of the time. And again, there's a bit of nuance there because we only have access to that energy when we're doing the things that light us up. So that's like the really important piece about both generators and manifesting generators. The difference between the two types is that generators specifically, they operate more on like a step-by-step process. They usually like to do things one at a time, basically. Like They like to focus on something and follow through with that and then take on different things. But with manifesting generators, we have a little bit more creativity and flow with our energy. And we can jump around a lot. So we can do a lot of different things. We're very multi-passionate. Again, as long as you're doing those things that are correct for you, that actually feel good for you. And the cool thing is that these two types actually make up about 70% of the population. So about between like 35% average each. And that can kind of be why The world seems like it's all about, you know, hustling and doing and going all the time because a lot of these people are the ones that built the world Mm. and built the world that we have today. So it's really cool. They're like, again, the builders, the people that can work and can keep their energy going consistently. And then we have three other types still, which I love. So we have the manifestors. They make up about 8% of the population, so they're a bit more rare. And the manifestors are the initiators, they're the leaders, they're the ones that are here to put things into action and make things happen. But again, they don't have that consistent access to energy all the time, so they need a bit more rest. They need to follow their energy, because they can have like huge bursts of energy that are even more powerful than the generator types, but they can have moments when they have absolutely no energy. So they're really meant to honor that about themselves. And then we have the projectors. They make up about 20% of the population and they are very different than all the other types. They're really meant to be the guides of our world. They see things from a different perspective that a lot of other people can't see. And again, they don't have access to that energy all the time. So they're also really meant to follow the rest. And their energy kind of operates on like a more of a daily basis. So like they need a lot of rest every day, but they also get those bursts of energy throughout the day. So it's a lot again about like following your energy and following what actually feels good rather than forcing things to happen or to not happen. And then finally, our fifth type is the reflectors. And these are only about 1% of the population. I actually only know two reflectors out of the Mm -hmm. past uh, three and a bit years that I've been learning about human design. So I've only met two. Hopefully I'll meet more. So if anybody is a reflector that's listening, let us know because it's super interesting. But The reflectors are really the ultimate chameleons, I call them, and they're meant to be a mirror for the rest of the world or for an individual. So like they really mirror back everything that you're putting off or everything that society is putting off and they reflect it back at you. So with their energy, they can, based on like who they're around, their surroundings, everything has a really big effect on how their energy is. So they can operate like the generators. They can operate like manifestors. They can operate like projectors, but they also are still their own unique individual. So I think they kind of have it a little bit more difficult and challenging, but again, it's all about like how you dive into your specific chart, how you experiment with it. And
0: really honor that uniqueness Mm. this is Mm -hmm. so interesting learning about the different types and it's almost like each type they have a specific role in in the world that they in the world right now where like each one of us play and so I'm curious because like for example when I learned that I am a manifesting generator generator I felt free right I was like liberated oh it makes sense why I'm I'm I want to do 10 things at the same time. And it makes sense why I don't like to follow steps and I just uh, skip processes and I cut corners and I move so much faster than other people. Like for me, it makes sense. And I'm also thinking about there could be a lot of other people who look at their type and they're like, but I don't want to be a generator. You know, they're like, but I want to be a leader too. I want to manifest too. I want to be a manifester. Or some people You know, if you're that reflector and I feel like you have it so much harder than other people, like, what would you say to those people who feel like I know my type now and I hate this type. (laughs) I don't want to be like this.
1: (laughs) That's such a good question because like I said, I didn't resonate with my type. I didn't resonate with a lot of things, but especially my type. And it was because I felt more like a projector. Like I was saying, you know, you need they need a lot more rest and like they don't go, go, go all the time. And I wanted to be that. I was like, I want to be able to rest and like I want to be able to just chill but get a lot of things done at the same time. But what I discovered, again, was that like I was living so out of alignment. So I needed to get really clear on like, what authenticity and what alignment looked like to me. So that's like the first thing that I would tell you if you're like, if you just, you know, hate your type or you're like, I don't want to be that. I want to be something else. Or you think it might be more challenging. It's kind of like, you know, take a step back and bring awareness to where you might be living out of alignment and where you might need to do some, some deep diving into yourself to figure out why you want to be like something else and why you want to be like somebody else. Cause again, it's really about when you learn about your design, it's about accepting who you are. And that's where the self-love piece comes in that we were, that Shirley introduced me as I'm a self-love guide too, because I see that human design can help us learn to accept who we are and love all aspects of ourselves. But also to know that we can still change and we can still want to grow. And the second piece to that is that human design is not meant to put us in a box. So just because you're a certain type, it doesn't mean you can't be a leader if you're not a manifester, or it doesn't mean that you can't rest if you're not a projector. We, another cool thing with human design is that everything that we are we are meant to teach other people everything that we're not we learn from others if that makes sense so i love like we like are all energetic beings and we reflect and we transmute different things to each other and from and accept things from each other so we can really be anything if that i know that sounds kind of nuanced but that's where human design gets really cool when you dive into it deeper. It's like, you can learn to be all of the things. You don't have to just be the one type, for example.
0: Mm -hmm. So what you're saying, it's almost like learning your type. It's like the foundation, right? To really helping you to grow and evolve even more. Mm -hmm. And what you were saying earlier about like loving and accepting all parts of you I'm also sensing like there could be some judgment there right like for example me as a manifesting generator I used to judge myself a lot for quitting things and not finishing things and so I could see that like if I was in that place, I could have said that I did not like my type because I don't want to be the person that quits so much. I don't want to be the person that do do so many things at once but not finish. And I don't want to be the person that seems like they're a little bit flaky. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. And then what I also realized in my own journey, doing all this type of work with learning, you know, about your human design and all the different other types is that the more that you allow yourself to accept these parts that you quote unquote don't like, the more you can actually see the strength in it. Instead of seeing them as a weakness and as like a judgment there, like, oh, this is just who I am. It's more like, actually, this is who I am. So how, how do I, how do I use this to my advantage and how do I let this become my strength? so it's so now I see it as like okay instead of seeing me as I'm someone that quits easily and that I am I can change my mind very last minute now it's more like oh okay this is just how I move and actually you also mentioned one more part about like I know in human design there's also like the strategy right of like what you do to know best suit your type and I know that for manifesting trainers is it strategy or is it uh, it's, it's like you inform first, right? Before you move. <laughs> is that kind of yes, what it That's Yes, that's okay. the strategy. So there's,
1: if you want me to explain a yeah, little bit, ahead. but I also mm-hmm. love, love what you were saying. And I agree with everything just by the way, <laughs> but yeah, our strategy is basically the second piece that you'll see in your human design chart. And what the strategy is, is how you attract opportunities to you. So how you, sort of, you could call it like manifest or magnetize different opportunities towards you. And every energy type has its own strategy. Both generators and manifesting generators have the same strategy, except again, like you were saying with the informing piece, that's an add-on to manifesting generators. So I'll just share what they are, but for generators and manifesting generators, our strategy is to respond. And that means that we are meant to wait and see what comes into our orbit and then respond to it. So to say like, oh, I want this or I don't want this. On top of that, with the manifesting generators, we have the informing piece of just you know letting people know what we're doing. Because like Shirley was saying, sometimes we can seem a bit all over the place or flaky because we kind of, we jump around a lot and people that aren't manifesting generators don't really understand that. So by informing, you're just letting people know, like, you know what? I don't like this anymore. So I'm starting this new thing and it just keeps people in the loop. So it kind of, it protects your energy, but it also helps you to keep going and keep doing you and keep being you. So that's what that piece is for manifestors. Their strategy is to initiate and to inform. So they have that informing piece as well. But again, like I said, they're the leaders. They're the people that are meant to make things happen. So they really can like initiate from whatever's within themselves. They can just make things happen really easily And it doesn't feel like a challenge to them, if that makes a bit of sense. Uh, With projectors, their strategy is to wait for the invitation because their energy is very selective and protective. And it can be very penetrating as well if they don't wait for the invitation. So it can kind of like, you know, jump on people if they're not ready for it, ready for that guidance that I was talking about or ready for them to see deep into you. So they're meant to wait for people to come to them and to really ask them for their gifts to share that guidance, to share their gifts with them. Reflectors, they are meant to wait a lunar cycle, which means that they are meant to just take a lot of time and ideally it would be a full month, which is a full lunar cycle. Again, there's a lot of nuances to all of this, but they're meant to wait because they go through so many transformations through that cycle again, because it depends on who they're around, what their environment looks like, their desires and wants and needs can change a lot. So it's like really about reflecting and figuring out, okay, what's like the right move for me to make next. So that's like really what strategy is. Again, we can get a lot deeper into how to actually utilize all of these things, but we don't have time for that today because it <laughs> there's so much that we can get into. Yeah, but I do want to let you know that I have a podcast episode all about I do have one all about the energy types, as well as one all about the strategies. And one more piece that I would love to bring in is the authority piece. And I won't talk about each of these individually because there are, seven different ones every type to a to a like to a place can have different authorities so it's not based on your energy type you can have like um Shirley and I can both have different authorities even though we're both manifesting generators but i love the piece of authority because this is how we actually make decisions that are right for us again it's like our strategy brings in these opportunities and then our authority helps us choose which one's right for us
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's the easy way to describe it and also shows you how practical this is because how many decisions do we make every day probably hundreds or more <laughs> so it's really practical those three pieces working together
0: mm-hmm. yes I, I love um, that piece about strategy and authority I think it really gives like a good sense of direction like after knowing about your what your type is how to you know best utilize this type and as I was saying earlier because I'm a manifesting generator and my strategy is to inform and also to respond and I realized that oh this has helped me so much for example. In my business, for example, if I want to launch something, if I want to have an event, like my the first thing I do is I declare it out first. Like I let everyone in my audience know, and then once I declare it, once I inform people, and then I can take action, right? And so it's just a it's a it's a really great way for me to think about how to you know, leverage on these skill sets to best use it for me in my business as well, as well as how to make decisions, right? So I'm a sacral. And so I make decisions for my gut and with that feeling within me and not for my brain and, you know, other things. It's like for my sacral, does it feel like like a yes or does it feel like a no? Like and this is just how I use to make decisions for me right now. It's so liberating, right? Because I think in the society today, we were all taught to make decisions in a logical way. Like, okay, what's the pros and the cons? How do you weigh all the things that's for you? And at the same time, when you think about some of the the biggest decisions that you've ever made in your life, like the most life-changing, the most transformative decisions you made in your life, a lot of them do not come from a, a logical place. And yeah, those are the best decisions that you've made in your life. And so there's got to be more ways, right, for you to make decisions Mm -hmm. other than just logically and rationally. And so I love that piece about human design as well, is that it really goes in in depth. And like Leah said, we can definitely talk a lot in depth about like, you know, each design, how to make it work for you. And also, it's also about like, what I love about these types is that it gives you a general structure and guidance that you can follow. And then at the same time, it's really using what's said and what's what's uh, what's being laid out for you in these designs and then applying it to your own life context, right? And what feels mm-hmm. right for you, what resonates with you. Um, that's what can really help you best use what these things are instead of using it as a box that limits you, but it's more like, how can I use this for me to help me be more of myself? to help me let my strengths come out. And so that I don't have to try to, you know, like strengthen my weaknesses or focus on that, but just like let you be so authentically yourself and let you you more of your strengths come out and you can trust yourself more because now it just makes sense, right? And then you feel validated knowing that, oh yeah, this is the reason why, because I'm this type, this is my authority, this is how I'm supposed to naturally behave with other people and in this world. So I love that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I love that too. And I just want to expand on
1: the decision piece because I'll bring it back to that. What you said about using your logical mind to make decisions. And if you've never heard of authority in human design, none of us are supposed to make decisions with our logical mind. So not one of the authorities that I mentioned out of the seven are a logical authority, (laughs) Our mind is important because that's like where all of our ideas get filtered through. But then they go into our body and our body, there's different parts of our body, like the sacral, which is also my decision-making authority piece. There's also like emotional, there is the ego or your heart. So different aspects again, but none of it is using your logical mind. But like Shirley said, that is how I'm pretty sure all of us. I'm sure there's probably like maybe 99% of us because I won't group us all in. But probably 99% of us were told, you know, make the pros and cons lists. Use your logic, make a logical decision. So again, it's really fun to experiment with because it's so different than how we are probably used to living. So I wanted to just add that in because... Like I said, it's also my my most favorite piece of human design because it's so important and so practical.
0: Yeah. So how can people get started if someone's like, okay, this all sounds interesting. So how do I know what my design type is? Where would you point them towards? Yeah. So there you can get your free human
1: design chart. You can literally just like type it into Google if you want. But I also have a freebie where you can access your chart and I give a little bit more information about the energy types the strategy and the authority. I call it your handbook to human design. So if that's where you want to go, you can download my freebie and get your chart there in it. You know, you'll see this chart that comes up and it will look a bit confusing, but like we talked about in this episode today and like what we're sharing, it's really important to dive in to those pieces of energy type strategy and authority because I just think they inform a lot of our lives and they're very practical places to start and to start experimenting with like we were talking about to see how it resonates and how we can really step into who we are and give ourselves that permission to be ourselves
0: yes and I'll leave that link in the show notes somewhere so that you can um, go check it out and really understand what your type is so thank you so much Leah for coming on today and sharing about human design is there anything that you want to let the audience know that the listeners know before you finish before you finish for today yeah that's such a good question I think
1: the the biggest thing that I want to tell people about human design is like when you first dive into it not to let it overwhelm you Because I mentioned it a few times, but there is a lot, a lot of pieces to our chart. I'm still diving into a lot of things, even though I've been certified in human design, even though I've been like on my own self-learning journey for over three years, there's a lot of pieces that we can learn. But I don't think that human design is about just the learning piece and the understanding. It's about the embodiment. So I want to leave you with that. It's about putting it into practice because nothing's going to change. And this is with any tool that you look at where you're learning, you know, anything about your personal development or growth or evolution until you start putting it into practice and taking action on things. That's when your life will start to transform. So don't focus too much on like the learning aspect, focus on, okay, how can I start practicing this today in my daily life as I go along. So that's the biggest thing I want to share. And again, let it expand you. Don't allow it to put you in another box because we have enough, we have enough boxes that we put ourselves in. We want to start growing, right? <laughs> thank you. Leah. That's so important to know. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me too. It was so fun. I
0: love talking about human design and getting to share it with other people if you enjoy that episode just now i would love to invite you into the daring living one-on-one coaching room this is a very safe very open and non-judgmental space where you get to play learn laugh grow cry sometimes <laughs> heal achieve milestones in your work in your business in your relationships Hold along the way as you create the kind of life that feels successful and thriving to you. Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at daringliving to book a discovery call with me, or you can visit my page at daringliving.com forward slash coaching. Again, on Instagram, that is daringliving, one word, or you can visit the page at daringliving.com forward slash coaching. So it's going to be so much fun. Talk to you later. Bye.